Mindfulness Meditation Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Eshelman. Every Wednesday at the Rubin Museum of Art in Chelsea, we present a meditation session led by a prominent meditation teacher from the New York area. This podcast is a recording of our weekly practice. If you would like to join us in person, please visit our website at rubinmuseum.org slash meditation. We are proud to be partnering with Sharon Salzberg and the teachers from the Interdependence Project. In the description for each episode, you will find information about Kate Johnson is our teacher today, and she's going to talk to us a little bit more about that and about patience. Kate teaches mindful yoga in New York City public schools and Buddhist meditation at the Interdependence Project, one of our partners for this program. She holds a BFA in dance from the Alvin Ailey School at Fordham University and an MA in performance studies from NYU. She has trained at Spirit Rock Meditation Center, the Interdependence Project, Laughing Lotus, and the Presencing Institute, and she's currently writing a book about waking up to power and oppression as a spiritual practice, which will be published by Parallax Press in the fall of 2017. Please welcome back Kate Johnson. Good afternoon. Um, I was heartened to hear the giggles about the, the patience <laughs> topic. Um, seems like we'll have a lot to talk about. And um, yeah, I was really inspired by this, um, this, this artwork and this, um, this figure of the bridge builder, um, which is such, a, um, such an incredible, I think, cultural archetype, right? The one who makes connections between um, two disparate places or um, uh, times or um, people, you know, and, and, and creates a structure for um, bringing that divide a little, a little closer. And so uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about this um, uh, kind of the necessary and joyful work of uh, bridge building um, in, our, in our culture and uh, a little bit about how mindfulness training can help us to be um, better bridge builders. And uh, specifically, as, as Don talked about, through the through this quality of patience, which we have uh, such a um, so many opportunities to develop in the in just 20 minutes of mindfulness meditation, right? Um, so I was thinking about this uh, this you know every once in a while I like to remind myself you know what what is mindfulness? What are we actually talking about here? Um, and thinking of this quality of mindfulness that we are. Um, you know, hoping to train in through mindfulness meditation, um, that one way it can be described as a state as a, as a state of wholeness, and of a sense of being connected, um, connected both to oneself, um, connected to each other, um, connected to our environment, and um, perhaps even whatever concept we have of the divine. Um, so there's a sense of wholeness and unity that is. Um, a part of the felt sense of mindfulness that it's not just this kind of clinical knowing what's happening kind of moment to moment from a, from a, um, from a distance, but actually there's a sense of being uh, a part of everything. And, um, and that one reason why we might be seeking uh, a state of mindfulness is because that we're experiencing a kind of divide. Um, and these divides can be a sense of a, a kind of divide in the sense of self, right? That there might be a gap between where we perceive ourselves to be right now and our aspiration for 
who we want to be or who we feel we really are. And so there's this little bit of space in between, and we're attempting to bring those things closer. Um, Certainly, uh, many of us are aware of the kinds of social divides that are present in our world today um, across religion, across race, across class. Um, and that there are even uh, kind of a, an ecological divide, right? That so many of us feel um, separate from um, our environment. I, I tell, um, I've been doing a little bit more work in um, climate justice uh, as a Buddhist and in some multi-faith spaces and I realized doing some of this work that I grew up in Chicago and I didn't um, <laughs> as a kid I thought the environment was in the Amazon <laughs> I was like someday I really want to go to the environment you know and I don't know that like oh I, I'm living in the city but I actually am, am a part of the environment right and so <laughs> this quality of mindfulness can help us to realize like oh I'm, I'm, I'm actually not separate from the natural world it's it's here you know it's here in between the cracks in the built environment it's here above above us in the sky so mindfulness can help remind us of this um, and uh, you know where patience comes in with mindfulness practice I think um, can be fairly uh, apparent when it comes to um, just our moment-to-moment -moment experience that um, in a session of mindfulness practice, and today we'll be working with a mindfulness of breathing, which is a very um, common practice across different uh, mindfulness traditions. Um, there's this um, kind of aim to connect with the sense of breathing, right? the felt sense of the breath coming in and coming out, um, the sense of the body sitting. Um, and that we kind of place the awareness on this sensation and kind of try to stay connected, but it just, it won't stay. <laughs> just, you know, it comes and stays for a while and then without our permission, you know, goes somewhere else, you know, something that's happening several breaths from now or something that happened several breaths ago. Um, and so uh, one thing that can be helpful to notice too in the, um, in this activity of um, building a bridge between kind of where we are and, and our aspiration, you know, where we'd like to be, um, is the quality of how. Um, and so often with practice, um, there can be this sense of impatience, you know, and this kind of demand on our, our poor little minds and hearts, like, stay, you know. Um, I have a, uh, I was teaching a meditation class recently and someone um, approached me and was talking about how difficult it was for her, the, just the frustration of, you know, how long does it take to be able to stay and not have any thoughts? And, um, and I said, well, how long have you been practicing? And she said, like, all week. You know? <laughs> like, so I think one of the things that um, mindfulness um, can do is to teach us to take a little bit of a longer view and to really see how change happens, that it happens um, not in this, you know, huge um, sweep because we demand it to be so, but it happens in these micro moments of choicefulness and where we not only decide to come back, but decide to come back with love. Um, and I was reminded, um, talking with Dawn a little bit earlier about the um, Sarvadaya peace movement in Sri Lanka. Um, their peace plan was a 500 year plan. Um, they said it took us about 500 years to get into this mess and it's gonna take us about 500 years to get out. And so, you know, this, this um, 
I say it takes time not because um, we should wait forever to start. Like, I think we should start now, you know? And we will start in about two minutes. Um, but um, that we start to develop this, um, this patience, this quality of heart that is um, able to accept the current situation um, in a way that says, I'm not going to add to the suffering here by, um, with my demand or with my um, harsh expectations. Um, or with kind of pushing and pulling the mind, um, our own or anyone else's, right? Um, and that we're also not going to fall into denial and pretend it's not happening, but that um, to be able to kind of develop this quality of working um, steadily, moment to moment, with a sense that we're going to be in it for the long haul. Um, so with the quality of effort that could we could um, work towards change for 500 years, with the confidence that um, with these small actions, we will eventually get there. So um, I thought we could just practice a little bit together on this micro level of just me and my breath. <laughs> and that um, the kinds of uh, qualities that we'll develop in this practice are you know, indeed applicable to other life situations, um, hopefully to one that you can use even today. Um, so I'll guide the practice, but just to give you a, a sense of an overview, we'll be working with mindfulness of breathing, um, connecting with a sense of the breath. Um, and I'll just suggest for today, um, if you'd like to make a gentle mental note of what's happening when it's happening. So as you breathe in, you might silently say to yourself, breathing in. As you breathe out, silently saying, breathing out. And then if there's a moment of pause in between that out breath and the next in breath, you can silently say to yourself, touching. And that would remind you to um, drop into the sense of the body touching the chair, the feet touching the floor, and really you know, kind of energetically or symbolically uh, touching the earth and the body. Right? The earth is so patient with us. Um, uh, yeah. So I hope that sounds OK. And I'll, I'll go ahead and um, guide you through. And um, then we'll have a chance to talk a little after, if you like. So. Um, go ahead and find a seat that feels um, comfortable for you, as comfortable as possible. These chairs aren't bad as far as chairs go. And um, finding a place where your feet can rest on the floor. You can close the eyes or you can softly focus them down at the space in front of you. And hands can be resting. And hands do so much all day, but for now they can rest. So I'll embody a posture that's both alert and relaxed. Um, the relaxation comes from the sense that we can really rely on the, the chair to hold us, the floor to hold the chair, the earth to hold all of this. So we can rest in that support, earth element. And that from that support, the spine can rise 
The heart can fall open a bit, the belly can relax. Maybe a little sense of space at the top of the head. Take a moment to acknowledge the, the patience of this, this very human body. Not always perfect, but it's just doing the best it can, wants to be healthy, as strong as it can be. And then taking a moment before we dive into the um, mindfulness of breathing to just check in with your mind and your heart and notice how you are right now. This quality of patience, not needing to add to anything, not needing to be in denial, but just Taking the attitude that this is a workable situation. It's a perfectly good mind and heart and body to practice meditation. <clears throat> and then finally, turning your awareness towards the feeling of breathing. And we'll use this anchor as a place to rest the awareness, a kind of home base for our attention. Noticing what it feels like to breathe in and out. And as you feel yourself breathing in, Silently saying to yourself, inhaling. As you feel yourself breathing out, silently saying, exhaling. And then just at the end of that exhale, in that small gap, touching. Noticing that it actually doesn't take so much effort to feel the breath.
And noticing that when the mind wanders, it actually doesn't take very much effort to bring it back. And every once in a while, just noticing if the mind and the body have gotten kind of separated, if the breath is, if the mind's far away from the breath. And then if it is, just patiently um, bringing them together again, building a bridge. bridges in this practice.
Inhaling, exhaling, touching. Drawing on the patience of the earth. Breathing in, knowing that we're breathing in. And breathing out, knowing that we're breathing out. And letting the body touch the earth. Enduring patience. Kind, sustained attention for the long haul.
So maintaining the um, meditative posture, we'll just um, start to move towards the close of the practice. And I'll offer you a contemplation that comes from the, um, the commentary of the metta practice, the loving kindness practice. And in it, Buddha Gosa encourages us to um, first contemplate the, the dangers of hatred. the consciousness that divides. And then to contemplate the benefits of patience. Considering patience as a prerequisite for love. And a good environment for love to blossom. So as we close, considering the benefits of patience for your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. And your relationship with the larger environment and all its people. And then I'll go ahead and ring the bell to close the practice. And when you hear the bell sound, feel free to just float your eyes open and stretch your body and close in any way that feels appropriate for you. for being willing to spend 20 minutes in the patient's gym. (laughs) That concludes this week's practice. If you'd like to attend in person, please check out our website, rubinmuseum.org slash meditation to learn more. Sessions are free to Rubin Museum members, just one of the many benefits of membership. Thank you for listening. Have a mindful day.